Hi there, writers. Allie here, your host of the Find Your Voice show. Not to state the obvious, but it's been a very long time since you've heard from me here. And I thought it might be good for me to just drop in for a minute and give a little update, talk about why it's been so long since you've heard from me, what I've been doing since then, and tell you about a couple of new things I'm working on and where you can find me now. So to make a long story a little bit shorter, I'll still tell the long-ish version of the story. Rewind to August of 2021, just around the time that you heard from me last. I woke up in the middle of the night with a terrible pain in my left lower back, maybe one of the worst pains that I've ever experienced. I actually was having a dream at the time that I had been kicked by a horse. (laughs) And that's exactly how it felt. It felt like I had been just like blasted in my left lower flank by something so powerful. It woke me from a dead sleep. And I woke my husband up immediately and told him something was really terribly wrong. And he mobilized immediately, got my daughter out of bed, who was one at the time, maybe barely one at the time. Yeah, she would have turned one in July. So barely one. We load her into the car and start driving immediately to the emergency room. So obviously, this was a very stressful situation. But to add to the stress of the situation, I was also 18 weeks pregnant. And of course, my mind immediately went to something must be wrong with the baby So the entire drive to the hospital, I'm just in tears beside myself in so much pain and also just praying and praying and praying that everything is fine with the pregnancy. I rush in to the emergency room entrance and go immediately up to the front desk and tell the woman I'm 18 weeks pregnant and I'm having this pain in my left lower back. And the look on her face just kind of told me everything I needed to know. It definitely did not quell my my fears at all about what was happening to me. She immediately called for someone to come and get me and they took me to the emergency OB part of the hospital, a separate part of the hospital, and pretty quickly admitted me to a room and started doing some tests to figure out exactly what was going on. Essentially what they discovered is that there was something that was going on with my kidneys that they couldn't quite explain. At first they thought maybe it was kidney stones, but they weren't able to find any actual stones. And so they weren't sure why, but basically my kidneys weren't draining And the way that it was explained to me was that kidney problems while you're pregnant are a severe problem that they can 100% cause a loss of the pregnancy and that something needed to be done about this immediately. Not to mention the fact that I was in truly the most severe pain that I've ever been in in my life and I have birthed a child. I had at the time, you know, birthed a child before. So I I was forced to make these quick decisions. Eventually, it was decided that I would have a surgery to have a stint put in. I was told that having the stint put in once the kidney started draining, that that would really help with some of the pain. I will say in retrospect that the surgery, having the stint put in was probably the most painful experience I've ever had in my entire life. Not to mention just truly terrifying to be completely put under while 18 weeks pregnant. But Regardless, I worked together with this team of doctors to create a solution to this problem so that we could keep me safe and healthy and keep the baby safe and healthy. And all in all, at the end of the hospital visit, I got a visit from my OB who came in to check on me and just wanted to sit down and have a chat with me. She actually, when she came into the room, I was on a Zoom call with my team at the time and had to hang up the Zoom call. And she sat me down and really had a serious chat with me. She said, you know, I know that you are a very busy woman. I know you have a lot on your plate. 
I know that you're highly capable and you've got a lot going on. And also she said, if you want to carry this pregnancy to term, and I know that you do, you're going to have to make some really tough decisions about what you prioritize right now. And she just said, my recommendation to you would be to take absolutely everything off of your plate that's not necessary and really focus on getting your health back on track and on taking care of this baby and on carrying carrying this child to term. So I took her suggestions very seriously and I started making some really tough decisions about things that needed to come off of my plate. And it wasn't a thing where it was like a slow step back. I didn't even feel like there was space for that. I was already at this point on bed rest with the stint in and with the pressure of the baby on the stint and in my kidney. I could hardly stand up for longer than about 10 minutes. I was really struggling physically and otherwise. And so I just started saying no to things that first, the first layer of things I said no to were things that were unnecessary, that were easy to cut out, that you know, any, any person who was sort of watching as a fly on the wall would have said, oh yeah, of course you, you know, you would say no to that, cut that out, get that off of your schedule. And then there was a whole layer of things that I had to cut out that felt much more difficult to let go of. They did, they didn't feel unnecessary at all. They felt like actually integral to the life that I had created and the business that I had built including my staff. I had to lay off several staff members, including this podcast. I had to stop recording podcast episodes, including being on Instagram, which I know doesn't sound like an integral part of anything, but because of the way that my business is built and that's how leads come in, that was absolutely something that that felt integral that also had to go. And even offering any kind of explanation for why these things were suddenly going away or why I was suddenly pulling back just didn't feel feasible or possible at the moment. It was just like literally everything honed in on my body, my health, this baby, keeping my head above water and getting to the finish line of bringing this baby into the world. So on the other side of that, the good news is my son, Charlie, was born perfectly healthy and full term at 39 weeks December 28th, 2021. He's 18 months old as of yesterday, the day that, oh, the day after, well, yesterday. I'm sitting here recording this and it was yesterday that it was his 18 month, you know, birthday or half birthday, however you want to say that. He's thriving and doing wonderful. And also the last year and a half for me have been a mixture of really, well, more than a year and a half, I guess, because it was really since August of 2021. So it's been almost exactly two years since that all happened. And those two years for me have been a mix of a lot of really sad, hard, dark moments, a lot of really difficult decisions, a lot of really painful goodbyes, a lot of feeling out of control, feeling like things were being taken from me. And I I didn't even really have a say as to, you know, whether or not that I could have those things or do those things. It just was like, this is just your body is speaking and you are not capable of showing up for this thing anymore. So a lot of sadness and grief around that. And then after that subsided, there was just space, so much space in my life from the time that Charlie was born to now really. I've spent a lot of time with my kids, a lot of time at home, a lot of time on my back porch, which my husband and I made the decision to build this back porch onto our house. And I say over and over again, it was one of the best decisions that I've ever made because I spend a lot of time back there. I call it my tree house. It really, it's like up off of the second story of the house. And 
screened in. And in the summer, especially the trees fill out all around the back porch. And all you hear is the sound of the wind and the trees and the birds. And you just really do feel like you're sitting outside. So I spend a lot of time back there, a lot of time with my kids reading, meditating, gardening. I started a garden in our backyard and life just gave me this opportunity to really, really, really slow down and initiate a new way of living and a new way of being in the world that was much more, oh gosh, what's the word? I mean, so many things grounded, yes, but also just really, really slow. And in that space, there have been new things that have come in. I don't think that I will ever go back to the old way of doing things, the old way. I could talk about that for an hour, the old way versus the new way for another episode. I don't think I'll ever go back to that old way of doing things, but there are certain things that I used to do that I've started to feel like I get to do again or I'm going to do again now that there's just a little bit more spaciousness for me. And one of those things is a new podcast I started called the Write Your Story Podcast. It's a really different format than this podcast, although it's new and there's a lot of room for it to grow. So there will be lots of different kinds of episodes. But for right now, the the first season that I'm working on is really short episodes with just me on the microphone, teaching a framework and a formula that I've learned over the last decade plus as I've worked with authors in the publishing industry, helping them unpack their stories, outline those stories, and turn those stories into books. So the Write Your Story podcast is yes for anyone who wishes to be an author someday. But more than that, it's also for anybody who feels they have a story they want to tell. And maybe you think you have a story you want to tell, but you aren't sure if you would ever publish it. Maybe the thought of publishing your story sounds absurd to you. (laughs) Maybe you just want to kind of get it out of your head and onto paper so you could share it with someone or pass it down to your kids someday or keep it for yourself as a sort of archive or something like that. Whatever your motivation is, this podcast is for you. If you feel you have a story you you want to tell and you want to find a way to tell that story in a format where the story pops off the page, it's really interesting where you really get at what the story's about, where you can craft the moral to the story so that you feel like this really represents who I am and who I was in the story. And you can mine your life story for those golden nuggets of truth that come out of our, our life stories. So if you've been a longtime listener of the Find Your Voice podcast and you've been wondering where these episodes went and you've wondered maybe, will they ever come back? I'm not making any grand declarations. I don't think that the Find Your Voice episodes will come back, but I can tell you that we're doing something really fun and cool over at the Write Your Story podcast. We'd love to have you over there if you were a subscriber of this podcast and you want to hop over to that one and subscribe there. And if you like what you hear, also always please rate, review, leave a five-star review if you love it. That always helps get the word out about the show. So until we meet again, thank you for being such a loyal listener of the show. Thank you for being such an integral part of my life. Thanks for being on the other end of this microphone for so many years. Thank you for your grace as I find my way back to this role. And I wish you well. And until next time, happy writing. 